Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan, which is our opportunity to be um, to prepare for today's trading opportunities. Um, the good news about today being the first of March is that we've got um, almost uh, a green light of, to to look at this market with kind of fresh eyes. Um, as you probably know, uh, the last day of the trading month is always a day that we we never really enjoy trading. We always generally find it. Um, yeah, a little bit on the choppy side. And unfortunately, we saw that again yesterday. So we, we only pretty much retraced a lot of the previous day's moves. Um, but straight away, there seems to be a rejuvenation um, overnight during the Asian session, uh, potentially going into the European session. So hopefully there'll be some decent opportunities there for us to take advantage of today. Um, right, so we'll start, of course, with our risk warning just Take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Okay, so um, all popular traders, they need to consider, of course, which markets do we trade? There's so many to choose from. You need to have a methodology in which you can kind of narrow down where the best opportunities are likely to be. Then where do we enter? Where do we exit? How do we manage risk? How do we manage each trade to a successful out? successful outcome and trade psychology as well these are all features that we do discuss um all the time in our live trade rooms and we are strong advocates of course of being consistent in our approach disciplined with our capital accurate with the levels that we use and uh we're we're, we're comfortable and able to be quite patient especially during quite choppy conditions so um let's start with a review of potential market moving news then oops excuse me so let's bring over Forex Factory. So as far as news flow is concerned, there's kind of not, not a huge amount that's that that's likely to kind of move the dial to any significant extent. So we closed off. Um, GDP in, in Canada is coming in less than expected. So we've got this stagflation beginning to creep in. Um, higher than expected inflation and uh, lowering... Um, uh, lowering growth uh, basically is kind of stagflation and that's a that's a difficult phenomenon to sort of navigate um so it, it's looking more and more like that's that's the kind of the environment which we're transitioning into um consumer confidence coming in way below expectations it certainly kind of took the edge off yesterday's markets um you know they certainly took a bit of a a roll to the downside uh, they've now kind of bounced back pretty pretty nicely uh, now overnight we had um uh, australian cpi numbers we're expecting 8.1 we actually saw you know a sizable improvement in australian um inflation so i suppose that's a positive on the inflation side of things gdp 
coming in also uh, lower than expected. So that's a good example of stagflation as well. High inflation, okay, it's coming in better than expected, but we're still up at 7.4. And uh, GDP coming in less than expected. So uh, higher, higher inflation, lower growth. Um, okay, um, so what do we have this morning? We've got a series of manufacturing PMI numbers uh, coming out across... Um, uh, well, we could probably even go back to um, to Spanish manufacturing, uh, Swiss manufacturing, Italian, French, German, um, European, UK, um, Canadian, uh, US dollar. So we really get a good snapshot of um, you know manufacturing across Europe and, and uh, the UK and the US. So this morning, later on this morning, we'll be hearing from the, the Bank of England due to speak at the Cost of Living Crisis Conference organized by the Brunswick Group. Uh, audience questions expected. So um, the problem with inflation is it pushes the cost of living higher and uh, then people's wages need to increase accordingly and it creates this sort of inflationary type environment. The more money, the more jobs people have and the more money they have, and the more they get paid, the more they're likely to pay these higher prices. So it's kind of a, a self-fulfilling prophecy, that one. And uh, US manufacturing PMI numbers as well. So you can see on, on the PMI side, on the manufacturing numbers, we're, we're in kind of negative territory pretty much across the board. Um, and as we close out the week, um, not a huge amount to, to, be, to get too excited about, um, to be fair. So... We'll, we'll kind of monitor these as we go. So just a, just a quick look at the, at the, the bond markets. Um, we, we've still got quite relatively elevated bond yields. As you can see, we've, we've, we've really bounced off these lows at the beginning of February, uh, 4.09, and we're now up at 4.85. So we've actually made technical new highs. So what does that mean for us as traders? means we'd we'd prefer to see some selling creeping in across these boards and we're seeing some very very strong buying so we're retracing a lot of yesterday's sort of bearish price action um and and that's that's pretty much true everywhere across the us indices and and the dollar so let's have a look at these one at a time and we'll see where the best opportunities lie so the the fact that the bond markets are are looking more constructive and and putting pressure on indice markets and we're getting this little bit of a bounce it creates a um, uh, a bit of a a cautious note from our perspective so uh, let's get up our pen so really what what we're in is is a little bit of choppy price action now over the last two four six days and uh we characterize it with uh kind of the support resistance box really so we're pretty much trading inside this little zone um around that sort of let's just call it the four thousand level just for argument's sake so we're, we're kind of trading above and below that uh, on numerous occasions over the last two four six days um so 
and we're finding that that's that's the market condition really across the board so far as we closed out the month you'd kind of expect that but now we can look for some breakouts of this range uh similar situation really i suppose with more of a a bearish bias in these markets let's let's take this low in here so um below this low and this has been in a sideways pattern for for much longer as you can see there so below this we've got nothing but air if if these markets start to sell off um and the buy trades would be a structural failure trade to the upside so we were looking to sell the Dow Jones, as, as many of you know, um, uh, and didn't really get you know massive follow through uh, on those trades. We could look at this as a strong potential for some upside as well. Yesterday, kind of rolled that over to the downside, but we've got this just additional low to navigate, and until we break through that, um, we can be a little bit patient, really, for that sell trade. Okay, so the NASDAQ, so it's just a bit of up and down price action, isn't it? Similar to um, very similar to the NASDAQ, uh, to the S&P, we've got two, four, six, six days of kind of sideways moving price action. And don't forget, we, we kind of had something similar here um, over the course of you know three weeks uh, before this, this bit of price action kind of kicked in and provide us with some decent profits so we can look at at that type of situation again as long as this sort of market condition kind of holds there might be another opportunity to the downside pretty soon so the question is can we can we kind of wait for that opportunity to come okay uh the FTSE just a a complete retracement yesterday of yesterday's um quite bearish market um, and we've already reversed much of the move. But you can see in many of these indices, the, the quality of the opportunity is not great. You know, broadly moving sideways, really, in markets like the Nikkei, um, since, uh, since the end of January. So that creates a bit of a, a problem in its own right. Um, okay, Bitcoin. Um, just really bouncing, I mean, it's bouncing the higher quite nicely, really, but it's, it's kind of a horrible condition, really. It's more grinding and, and really quite choppy on an intraday basis as well. Uh, commodities, just quickly. So we've got this, we've got this bullish initial environment in spite of, you know, increasing bond yields um, and the narrative that we speak about an awful lot, the higher rates for longer none of that is feeding through these markets at the moment so this is the this is the resilience that we talk about which which more than more than off more than um more than often actually just creates some more instability so we can say that we're firmly in a sideways moving market here for us oil and we're exactly at the sort of the the average price really uh, since mid November. So trading above uh, above this line, and, and we're trading below the line, but we're not really 
sort of making any progress fundamentally either the higher or lower so until that happens we can uh, again unfortunately be a little bit patient perhaps gold um finding a little bit of a bid uh, off these lows again kind of the market conditions would be suggesting a stronger dollar which would we'd expect a little bit of further downside um so this is a little bit of a bounce off the lows and we're looking to get that rollover trade back to the downside so again a little bit of patience perhaps required we did say that that the yen could be a decent trade um in the not so distant future but we're gonna um clearly yesterday was a bit of a reversal but today now it's kicking on to the upside once more a lot of indecision against the dollar so yesterday we were in um the euro dollar we were not willing to allow this market to roll over completely we had a take we had a profitable exit down at these kind of lower levels and prices actually got and broke broke through those levels and then as you know as often the case you know the market opens up today we attempt to move lower and then that reverses really quite aggressively so do we want to get in at a at a on a pullback at these higher levels uh, let me just mark that up there all these lows just sitting above it it's you know we'd rather it just push higher and then when it starts to roll back over uh, we want to try and jump on those trades and it's a similar mentality across the board really there's a bit of dollar softening uh, across the board and is any one of them giving us you know a uh, a strong reason to get into that dollar weakness trade maybe the dollar cad if we zoom out a little bit um we can just loosely say that this market was sort of in this uh, in this type of range and what did we see we saw a constructive breakout to the downside uh, kept making these lows and you could argue this is pretty much the pullback trade into this little low in here so there's an argument a technical argument if we're going to go with this market condition today to look for a sell trade with the monthly high just sitting just up at these levels so uh, the 94.28 okay so the 93.98 um, okay 93.98 so dollar swiss 93.98 double check that again no 93.89 excuse me 93.89 okay let's see if there's another uh, decent quality dollar weakness trade it's just a bit of narrowing in the dollar cad the aussie there's probably an opportunity for a little bit of a bounce in the aussie New Zealand, a little bit of a bounce in New Zealand. Okay, let's take the Aussie then. So above the 67.59, uh, 67.59, bit of dollar weakness. Okay, so we can have a look at those two trades. Let's see the, 
We've had a bit of a, a structural failure trade to the downside now, largely after, I suppose, the, the good news across the, uh, the Brexit uh, negotiations. They got one last final trade deal, uh, trying to deal with the uh, situation in Northern Ireland. And it looks on the surface as if this is, uh, this is not a bad deal. So hopefully, you know, some of those trade-related issues can be resolved a little bit. It does need sort of buy-in from the uh, Ulster Unionists in Northern Ireland, so that's going to be a tough task. But you know they might be able to get it over the line, so um, that would, I suppose, be an element of productivity, really. So again, we're pulling back off the low. We're in a little bit of a mini kind of downtrend. It's just reversing. It's not a great quality trade. Do we want to be buying the yen at this price? Perhaps not really. Perhaps a little bit of an opportunity to to buy gold uh, above the 1830. So we'll take a look at that in detail. Gold to the upside, 1830. Okay, so so really all the big trades that we'd be waiting for, um, we might need to be patient for, but we can definitely amend this and uh, move over to our live trade room. And um, so, um, So tentative risk on markets, meaning um, there's there's probably arguments to suggest that those markets should be rolling over, but they're not. Um, <clears throat> so instead of the, we'll take the US indices out of the equation and instead of the dollar looking for dollar strength, we're actually looking for dollar weakness. So um, dollar Swiss uh, looking to sell below the 93.89 we're looking for the Aussie dollar to buy above 67.59 67.59 whoops 67.59 and gold we were looking at Actually, a gold sell. Now we're looking at buy, buy gold above yesterday's high of eighteen thirty. Okay. Um, so yesterday there was a bit of a concern, just regarding being the last trade day of the month. We can often get some some erratic price action, and, and that's pretty much what we kind of had to deal with, um, which is not completely unexpected. Uh, so tentative risk on market conditions. So our trade plan for today is the US dollar, a Swiss franc looking to sell below the 93.89, the Aussie dollar looking to buy it above the 67.59 and looking to buy gold above the 18.30. So let's see if there'll be some decent trades there today. It's not quite a trade plan we would instinctively like to get into. So it's probably worth putting that little caveat out there. Um, but that's our trade plan just posted it there into the chat box guys we'll let you go thanks very much for joining us uh, of course any questions feel free to post them um into the chat box and we'll answer them before we close off and uh look thanks for joining us we trade these markets live every day at 8 a.m for the european trading session and again at 12 45 p.m these are all uk times for the us trading session so if you want to join us for those you're very welcome to do so
<clears throat> for more information, just go to thelivetrading.com and uh, happy to, uh, to, if you need to speak with us, you can do through the chat box on our website. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Uh, we'll switch rooms now, so we'll see you in our training room in just a few seconds. Bye for now.